Hello, beautiful people. I'm Zachary Adama, Transformational Guide and Healer. Today I wanted to talk a little bit about the intersection of yoga and plant medicines or shamanism. And this is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart and it's been a really big part of my path since 2019. But today I wanted to talk about how yoga and shamanism are related and really two sides of the same tantric coin. Now, for many people, yoga and shamanism are seen as mutually exclusive. And a lot of that has to do with a lot of yoga schools and even the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, teaching that the use of any sort of, quote, intoxicant is a no-no. And I would agree that we should stay away from intoxicants. However, certain plant medicines, I would argue, are far from intoxicants. They are medicines, and they make us more present and more ourselves, and can really be an accelerant for the spiritual path, if used correctly. Plant medicines if used correctly in the right set and setting and container with the right facilitation, can be an incredible tool on your spiritual path and on your yoga path. It's useful to think about the ways in which yoga and shamanism overlap. Well, both of them have as their metaphysical foundation a somewhat animist view of reality that everything is conscious. Now, the more refined Vedic schools will say that we actually live in a panentheist universe where everything is consciousness, God is indwelling, omnipresent, and transcendent. And I think that's the more accurate view of things. But as the foundation, there's a great deal of commodality in the worldview between shamanism and yoga. Everything has a consciousness. So that's, that's a good shared foundation that they all have, that they both have. Yoga has many different schools, um, and some of them are more tantric than others. Some of them are more accepting of using plant medicines, for instance, than others. Some will be very strict and say, no, no, no. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing that alters consciousness at all that you aren't in control of. So though those, those different impulses exist within the yoga traditions. And shamanism is, you know, a very, very broad category. The word shaman is, directly refers to medicine people in Siberia, but it's come to mean something much larger and has come to have a much more generic sort of meaning for anyone or any practice using plant medicines, sometimes even more broadly psychedelics, 
commune with unseen forces. If used correctly, both yoga and shamanism have a very similar goal and effect. You are using these technologies, these spiritual technologies, for the purification of mind, body, and soul, the healing of mind, body, and soul, which ultimately allows you to be more present and more truly yourself. And by self, I mean the divine. Because that is who and what you truly are. There is even some archaeological evidence that suggests yoga, the practices of meditation and pranayama, all are derived and have their beginning in Stone Age shamanic practices. You know, I can attest to the plant's ability to teach us these things in my own experience, and I'll talk about that a little more later. But there is some evidence to suggest that, that the foundations of yoga, the beginning of yoga, actually has these shamanic roots of working with the plant medicines and learning from the plants. As many of you know, my own story around spiritual awakening began in 2011 when I had an abrupt kundalini awakening to sitting at my desk, you know, six months after passing the bar. Soon after that, I found Kriya Yoga and began doing that daily. And that has been the foundation of my spiritual path ever since. And up until 2019 or so, I really had resistance, let's say, or I didn't feel called to work with any sort of, of plant medicine or plant teacher. You know, I, I sort of just assumed that that was mutually exclusive from yoga, and I, I shouldn't concern myself with it. All that started changing a bit in 2019, however, and it really just started with meditations with a dear friend of mine, um, at his cabin. You know, my friend had, had been on the plant medicine path for a, a number of years. And, but we both loved meditation. And so, you know, once or twice a month for years, we would sit in meditation together at his cabin and just enjoy spiritual communion and fellowship. And the more I sat with him and we got to know one another, you know, I became more interested in his plant medicine path. And one day, you know, he offered to sit with me and some golden cap mushrooms that he had grown and put a lot of love and attention into growing. And, you know, I checked in with my intuitive guidance and I got a yes. And so we scheduled it. And we ended up having a beautiful ceremony, you know, close to his cabin by the creek, and had some hammocks and beautiful music, and it was just a really beautiful, wonderful, transformative experience. During that experience, I had the beautiful pleasure of, of directly perceiving and meeting, you know, Christ and Mary and all these sort of beautiful angelic beings, and I met the Buddha, and just all sorts of beautiful energies. And it was just an incredibly blissful, blissful, beautiful experience that the next day left me feeling more present and more truly myself. 
And during that ceremony, I met this beautiful golden goddess. She looked like a Buddha, a female Buddha. And she told me I needed to go to Peru and I needed to sit with Mother Ayahuasca. That was her message to me during that mushroom ceremony. And I took her seriously. And uh, the week after that mushroom ceremony, I ended up applying to go sit with Mother Ayahuasca in Peru at a retreat center that my friend had recommended. And when I got to Peru and sat with Mother Ayahuasca, that's when things really got interesting. I've recounted this in other videos, but those, those first ceremonies with Mother Ayahuasca in Peru were really a tantric initiation. I perceived the spirit of the ayahuasca vine, of the ayahuasca plant medicine, as Kali, the Hindu goddess. And for all four of my first four ceremonies with ayahuasca, it was just me and Kali. I was Ganesha, and I was Shiva. Sometimes it would be Kali, but it was, it was these entities which showed up for me during my first experiences with Mother Ayahuasca. And during those ceremonies, I was shown that yoga and plant medicines are indeed two sides of the same coin, that they are technologies for spiritual evolution, purification of mind, body, and soul, and healing. It was also shown that the plants serve as sort of a, a backup drive, so to speak, for spiritual information, so that if all the gurus die, if they all become corrupted during the Kali Yuga and forget the truth, you can go back to the well of faith with these plant medicines and directly interface with the divine. And they will teach you, the divine will teach you once more the technologies for awakening and spiritual evolution. And that's exactly what I experienced during those ceremonies with Kali, with Shiva, with Ganesha. And that was just the beginning. You know, I've, I've worked with Mother Ayahuasca a lot of times since then and the lessons that she gives me only get deeper and deeper you know deeper and deeper ways to work with energy mudras pranayama all these different technologies for spiritual evolution she continues to show me and it continues to deepen my yoga path and it also continues to purify me physically mentally and spiritually so that I can be a clearer vessel for my God consciousness to shine through. And it's really interesting that Mother Ayahuasca has appeared to me and continues to appear to me as Kali. Kali is the fiercest aspect of Shakti, and she is often revered in tantric schools. And she is often identified with primordial Mother Earth. So it makes sense that plant medicines and Kali 
would be really closely related. The plant medicines are her gift to us to help us on our spiritual paths, if used correctly. I've worked with another, a number of other plant medicines since then, and I, I do only really work with the plants. I, I don't feel called to work with the synthetics, really, or, or something like LSD. That doesn't really call to me at all. But I have worked with a number of other plant medicines, primarily Wachuma or San Pedro and peyote. And I've experienced the indigenous containers that those medicines have been used in and have found them to be incredible containers and technologies for spiritual evolution, for purification. And I've found them all to be incredibly supportive of my yoga practice. I think it's useful to view the plant medicine work as an accelerant for your spiritual path. And that can be a really beneficial thing, and it can be a not-so-beneficial thing. I've encountered a lot of people who, who do different sorts of psychedelics just to get high. They just want to get high, and they enjoy that experience they enjoy the novelty of it. They just want to blast off and escape physical reality. There's a lot of people using plant medicines and psychedelics more generally in that way. And they're seeking the drug experience. And, and I don't think that's particularly beneficial. And in fact, I think that can be quite harmful. And there's a lot of other people who have been working with these plant medicines for years, but they, they have, haven't really ever implemented the basic teachings that the plants seem to offer over and over again about lifestyle, about conduct. And so many of them are experiencing some derangement in, in the mind-body-spirit complex or personality because they've been receiving all of this high vibrational energy that they haven't integrated and embodied. And so it causes some derangement in the mind-body-spirit complex as a result and can honestly lead to, to madness if you aren't careful. So if you're going to use plant medicines, you know, I think you have to be incredibly careful about it. I think you have to be very intentional about it. I think you should view it as a sacrament. And I think you should have some good facilitation and guidance around it so that you can integrate the experience and use it in a positive way, in a useful way. I think it's really important to also have the yoga lifestyle as your foundation. I think it's the yoga practices as your foundation. If you view plant medicines as an accelerant to the spiritual path, a way to increase your, the speed of your spiritual evolution and your capacity to be purified in mind, body, and soul and embody more of your spirit, be sure to have the basics down first. And I, in my opinion, the basics are the yoga lifestyle. It is the eight-limbed path. 
It is doing meditation and pranayama. It is observing the yamas and the niyamas. To me, that is the foundation, spiritually speaking, from which plant medicine work should be done. Because if you have that foundation, you're going to be able to integrate your plant medicine experiences much more effectively. Instead of having the high vibrational energy and messages that come in when you work with plant medicines, sit on the surface of mind, the surface of your energy body, but not really able to penetrate more deeply because, for instance, the physical body, the vibration of the physical body, may be so low due to excessive meat eating, consumption of alcohol, etc., that the energy of the plant medicines can't find purchase and cannot integrate into your field and allow you to continue your spiritual evolution using this modality as an accelerant, not as a source of confusion. Okay, I think that's all I want to say about the relationship between yoga and shamanism for today. You know, this will probably be a series of videos talking about the relationship between them, a little more details about what I've discovered on the shamanic path, working with plant medicines, etc. But this is just a little bit of an overview of yoga and shamanism and how, in my opinion, they are two sides of the same tantric coin that they are very complementary if used in a discerning way. Now, I've obviously given you the caveats around that. If you use plant medicines too often or you don't integrate what you learn from them, you know, it can become deleterious to your spiritual path. It can become dangerous. It can become deranging. But if you use it in an intentional way with the right facilitation and with that yoga lifestyle foundation and yoga practices foundation, you can really accelerate your spiritual path in a beautiful and fantastic way and receive healing that, that otherwise may not be available to you. All right, my friends. Until next time, be peaceful, loving, and fearless. Namaste.